About a month ago, I got the strangest text in my entire marriage from my wife. I was actually in Israel, in a Jerusalem hotel in the beginning of March, and my wife wrote me these words. I want to read them to you verbatim. You may think I'm crazy, but I'm serious about this. Take any toilet paper you can. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I remember reading that in Israel thinking, what, what is happening in America? <laughs> is this the zombie apocalypse or the, the walking dead come to life? But now because of the coronavirus, you, you totally get her text. Um, the day she sent that to me was the day that President Trump made the announcement of the European travel ban. And if you recall, on that day, everything snowballed so quickly. In an instant, our country changed, our lives changed, the world changed, the economy changed, school changed, everything changed. And I wonder, in the midst of all those changes, you have had to deal with more than just a little bit of fear. Now, I googled the dictionary definition of fear. Fear is the negative emotion that you might be separated from something you want. And the coronavirus, in so many ways, has threatened or actually separated us from the good life that we used to have. I know some of you right now are dealing with physical fears. You're afraid that you're going to be infected, that someone that you meet at the grocery store is an unknowing carrier of the virus, that you're going to start coughing one day. We're afraid of pre-existing conditions in our elderly parents. We're afraid there aren't enough hospital beds or ventilators or masks. We're physically afraid that the curve might not flatten in time and that someone we know and love might get sick. Some of us are afraid emotionally. Just the, the depression of all the negative news. The anxiety of being stuck in our house with all the same people. Members of my church have texted me saying, Pastor, you've got to pray. I, I can't do this. And maybe you're afraid this is going to keep going. Or maybe your fears are financial. A stimulus check is great and government help can help. But still, some of us have lost our jobs. We've lost our hours. The job market's going to be so different when all of this ends. The government is dishing out money, but what's going to happen in the long term? I know business owners who've dropped 60, 75%. My own family income has dipped by about 18% and, and maybe you're afraid of what it's going to happen as this year goes by. Or maybe your fears are spiritual. You know that you should trust God and that you should love people. But in the midst of all this, you're afraid that you, you can't. Maybe you should trust God but you're alone and it, it's getting to you. How can you be a good God who lets you go through this and makes you feel so lonely? Or how can you love these people, these people you can't get away from? You see them every single day. You're working in this cramped environment. The, the kids are wearing on each other. You've baked a thousand meals. You've washed a thousand loads of laundry. You just, you can't, you can't love like God calls you to love. So for all these reasons and a million more, the coronavirus has surfaced so many of our fears and separated us from the life that we used to have, the life that we want to have. But that's why I'm so thankful for Easter. 
if you know the original story of Easter, think back 2,000 years, what was happening? Were people gathered in joyous celebration? No. They were afraid. Afraid that they lost Jesus? Afraid of what the government would do? Afraid of the authorities in the corrupted church? <laughs> the Bible says the disciples were hidden behind locked doors out of fear. They were isolated, quarantined, and, and yet what was the message of Easter? Do not be afraid. In fact, in Matthew 28, God sent an angel to a couple of faithful female disciples and the angel said, verse 5, do not be afraid. And then just a few verses later in verse 10, Jesus came to those same women and said, do not be afraid. The message of Easter is that if there is a God and if that God loved us enough to send his own son, and if that son gave up his life on the cross and then came back from the dead, we don't have to be afraid. The world might be messed up, the government might be backwards, the church might be corrupted, but if we have a Jesus who is alive, there is no reason to be afraid. And so this week, I want to unpack with you the Easter story. I want to show you layer by layer why Easter allows us to live this year, this crazy corona year, without fear. So if you're physically afraid, emotionally afraid, mentally afraid, financially afraid, spiritually afraid, whatever kind of afraid, I hope you can come back and meet the living Jesus who says, don't be afraid. I'm here. God is here. There's no reason for fear. Let's pray. Uh, Jesus, I'm talking to you right now. We're praying to you right now because you're not dead. <laughs> you were, but now you are alive. The glorious God who knows all about Corona and controls every last bit of it, you're with us and you are for us and that's why we are not afraid. I pray for everyone who is praying right now, who's dealing with some kind of fear that they just can't get past. That fear might not shrink but I pray in the days to come we would remind ourselves how great and glorious you are and realize that with you we don't have to be afraid. God, let that happen in our hearts. Let our fear disappear and I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, what's up everyone? Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, we certainly would love this message to reach more and more people. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, it would bring it to more people's eyes and we pray this message into more people's hearts. Thanks for your support and we'll talk to you soon.